0: Mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. I am uh, one of your hosts, Michael Shields, and I have with me, as always, Brian Saxon. What's up, Brian? Cheers. Cheers indeed. Uh, feeling good today. I'm excited about this one. We're, we're delving into uh, Mission Impossible: Fallout.
1: You, uh, you enjoyed this film. You're, you're kind of I the reason it. we're here. I loved it. Yeah. I knew I was going to love it. Yep. Uh, Christopher Macquarie is the man. He is. He's the, he's, he's the director. He's the director, yeah. Yep. And Tom Cruise is the man. Tom Cruise is I'm, the man. This is a, I feel like this podcast
0: will um, kind of walk the line of being an ode to Tom Cruise. And uh, and I, I think that's I think that's apropos. I'm sick of the, the
1: shit talking. Absolutely. I've always enjoyed it. Need, everyone needs to chill out. That's he's... Dude, his jumping been... on the couch on Oprah was a long time ago. Yeah, just a jump. Just, just let him be crazy.
0: And yes, we need him being insane because the uh, what he's done for film over the last uh, I mean three plus decades or whatever, forever now um, is insane. It's it's uh, so Mission Possible six follow. It's the sixth installment of this action packed series. It stars Tom Cruise, as we said, Simon Pegg. Bing Rames, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Alec Baldwin, Henry Cavill, Angela Bassett. Yeah, good cast. Vanessa Kirby,
1: fantastic cast. and uh, Bing Rames is the sixth one. He's, he's He's been in every single he's one. He's been in every and one. I don't, does he even do other movies? I You know what? I, I looked at his IMDb the other
0: day, and uh, there was more video games that he's voiced over like the, the time span of him doing Mission Impossible. He's he's he got that it, Mission Impossible he Money. He doesn't, he
1: doesn't strike me as like a type that like wants to be out too yeah. so much. I could I could see that. No, I mean, you know, he's he's got that Mission
0: Impossible Money. This franchise you, as well. Did the you games, hear what it, happened
1: to him? He had the recent news on him, yeah, yes. His, he was uh they uh they got the cops called on him in his own house. In his own homes. Uh one of
0: his neighbors, I guess, was new to the neighborhood called uh Called the police and said, "There's a large black man in the next uh, house," and they came in and, you know, uh, I'm not sure if guns drawn, but pretty close to it. And hashtag racism, hashtag racism. And I mean, he was he was pretty cool about it, but I mean, he was just like, "What if my kid was there and he was holding something?" Or you know, I mean, there's a lot of ways that can go wrong. So you let's be careful about
1: what we're calling the police on people. It's really it's 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 pretty. I don't no no. I don't want anyone that calls the police on black people for selling for their kids selling water to (laughs) to even listen (laughs) to the show. You're not that person. (laughs) Fuck off. Uh, So I thought it would be fun
0: because I'm starting to see uh like this arc of this series. It's it's so this series has been going since 1996. It's 22 years old at this point, and um and like I said, we'll get a lot more into Tom Cruise. But what's so funny? Is Tom Cruise right now doing this film, the sixth installment Fallout? He's five years older than Wilfred Brimley was when he was in the retirement themed film of the Cocoon. cocoon Unbelievable. I, yeah. That just that's just kind of mind-blowing to me. The uh, the series, it just it does it's done so well. So yes, it started in nineteen ninety-six, Mission Impossible. If you go back and watch it, uh, it's 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 amazing. It's a young Tom Cruise. He's it's, super young in it. Yeah, and yeah. uh, that one was direct, directed by Brian De Palma. Obviously, people know Scarface, The Untouchables. Um, it's it's I I I really enjoyed it. I was a Mission Impossible fan back in the day. Did you the watch show. The, the show? I did. Yeah. Did you
1: watch the original show, or no. did you watch the remake? I watched the remake. So, so that was like our that was our era. absolutely. So we didn't yeah. watch the one. It was still uh, Peter Graves. It was. Which it was. uh people might know him the best from I would guess probably Airplane. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say the only one I could think of. Yeah, be... but he was he was the original Phelps. Okay. Phelps was the So Phelps was, was the uh, main character was kind of the main character. It wasn't Ethan Hunt. Yep. So so Phelps was originally played by John Voight. And did you know that
0: the cast members of the nineteen sixty six to nineteen seventy three series, um they had mad beef with the first film. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Peter Graves, especially, who played um, Jim Phelps. Because um, the way John Voight was portrayed, his character of Jim Phelps was, um, he, was he was the bad guy. Spoiler he, alert. Yeah, 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 for this 1996 film. Um, and even Martin Landau was pissed. Uh, he was also in the show. Right. Um, that it was an action-adventure.
1: What he, what he always thought of it as right. was, was kind of like, it, it, the way he described it, it was always a mind game. I get it. Like, I mean, if you watch the original, yep. if you watch the original series, which I didn't, but I watched the mm-hmm. remake of the original series, yep. which was still in the same vein as the original series. That yes. was just, that was my generation. Yep. I mean, that was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had Peter Graves. Peter Graves reprised his role, but he yep. had like a younger, younger team. had like right the right black up. dude. They had the, they had the, uh, the girl, the white girl. Yeah. Um, I you kind know, of had the nerd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it felt like an A team type of. It, it was very A team. Yeah, but uh, but there wasn't like it wasn't tons of action.
0: No, and it was it, it was that was the fun part about it It was a thinking uh, uh you know man, thinking person's game it was um and they just they they didn't like that it was turning into this action um series as and that just becomes right kind of the crux of what it what it does become but I, uh I
1: mean in the De Palma film the. Uh, the when they steal the knocklist back at from CIA, yeah, that's like that's like a legitimate like Mission Impossible. That's what that's the true. shows were like. they yeah. had like no question. They had to retrieve something. Mm-hmm. They had to get something from somebody. Yeah. In a, they in a certain trick, amount of time, they have to trick a politician yep. so
0: they put the face the, on the, the the mask games the that become such a such um, a
1: feature of these films that that was a, a something <laughs> established by the show. I don't think there was anything in. Mission Impossible Two, that resembled a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, that
0: one was just. Just start with the. I mean, that's the that's the John Woo one. Yeah. Which to uh, finish out Mission Impossible a little bit, uh, talking about it, there was it was kind of fun because in the beginning they had like a team ensemble like assembled, remember with Emilio Estevez, right, and um, just a bunch of other people, and they pretty much take them all out right immediately. Um, The film was a huge commercial success. It was the third highest grossing film of 1996.
1: Mm-hmm. 96
0: had some bangers. It was um, the year of the original Independence Day. That was the one that that um, was the highest grossing film of 96. The second was Twister. Mm. Uh, the third was Mission Possible. 1. The fourth was Jerry Maguire, True. another Tom Cruise film. And the fifth was Ransom.
1: Ransom. Yes. I saw all of those in theaters. No question. We did. All of them. Um, yeah, so but that, I think back in those days you saw everything in theaters. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was that's, that's now it costs, we you doing this, uh, I was
0: I was addicted to
1: going to the the blockbusters. And, yeah, and, uh, now now you have to mortgage your house. Which we uh, should say, yeah. we we went and saw Fallout. There was three and of us, eighty six dollars. It cost, cost eighty five dollars. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, granted, it was on IMAX. Yeah. And it was like a huge screen, and which I is could the way not to
0: see it. And I know how expensive that is, and but I could not recommend seeing it more in that. I mean, we saw it on that Lincoln, um Lincoln Center screen. That was, it's just so captivating these.
1: I, yeah I mean I think this is like where it's at with Hollywood now is that you're this, these are the movies to see on the big mm-hmm, screen mm-hmm. this Infinity, Infinity War, War yeah. like it, it's I mean yeah. I get like not wanting to pay $20 to see like an indie yeah. film but like these spectacles I mean I don't I can't imagine that I would have the same reaction if I saw Fallout on an airplane on, on, yeah on an airplane
0: <laughs> not a chance uh, Mission Impossible 2 was directed by John Woo that's the one that starts with the big rock climbing scene yeah
1: 2 is 2 is I, for across the board this yeah. is like I think one of the best uh, uh, franchises action franchises uh, like in terms of pound for pound yes. each each uh, each installment being just a banger yep. 2 is the one that I, I fucking hated well, that's what this I, one I, I when it came out yeah
0: I described the, like the there's an arc here and I feel like um it's the, the, the series kind of matured and found itself over time and in, in 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 different ways and, and, and with the cast that does kind of come together in Mission Possible three and four and that moves forward. Right. And it just seems to better know itself. And I mean that I'm not afraid to say that Fallout is my favorite. Uh
1: I definitely think it's I, I... Probe I would ha- right there. I would. I would yeah. say the last two. Yeah, yeah I, Ghost Protocol. Um, I Gr- Ghost Protocol. I really liked. Uh, I really liked three. Mm-hmm. I, I liked three because yeah. I thought JJ Abrams like kind of brought it back into yeah. the fold. Well, that's yeah. That's part like of the it, arc. The maturity.
0: JJ Abrams coming on board. Bad Robot coming on board. It was. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing's been growing into what. Fallout became. Yeah, I think 2 was like a huge like stumbling block. Like yeah. I don't know what the fuck. Still a huge success. Highest grossing film of 2000 worldwide. It's I mean, the number one domestic gross uh film in 2000 was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> I didn't wow. see that coming when I was looking yeah. it up. But yeah. Uh I had a problem with a lot of things in that film. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, th- I thought it was fun enough, but... Um, what, two? I mean, enough. I'm not, I'd say I a problem. But, like, the Aussie, there was like, the, that Australian guy who, like, basically was just in that film. He kind of played the Simon Pegg role. He was not funny. Like, right. a lot of...
1: I mean, a lot... This It, it, it felt slow. It just... Do, I, you know, do you know that Simon Pegg, after Shaun of the Dead, he joked that they are just like, oh, so now after Shaun of the Dead was a success... They're, they, uh, someone asked him, like, "Oh, are you, uh, you ready to take on Hollywood now?" And yeah. and he joked that out, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be in the next Mission Impossible. I'm gonna be in Mission Impossible three. Uh-huh. Like he made that fucking joke. Like, and, and he wasn't, he wasn't like foreshadowing or anything. no, he was just, no, he was just joking yeah, yeah, it out, yeah, yeah. just hamming it up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> good for him. It, I mean, then it? then I mean, he's in Star Trek. He's he's in Star Wars movies, the new Star Wars movies. Yeah, he, 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 he in he Solo. Hides, he, he, no, he's in uh, The Force Awakens. He um. On uh, Ray's planet, he's the, he's like the storekeeper. He's like, he's, yeah, he's yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I knew that. I knew yep. that. Yep. Mission Possible Three, two thousand six. That's J.J. A- Abrams, as you were saying. Um, uh, Fincher and... was 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 slated to direct and decided not to. And then they brought on um, Joe, um, Joe Carnahan. Carnahan. He quit, and then Tom calls J.J. Abrams in 04 right. after binge watching two seasons of Alien.
1: It's it's kind of weird, man. All of these directors were brought on by, I mean. Christopher McQuarrie was brought on by Tom Cruise. He, uh, I probably, I I think after they worked on Jack Reacher together. They worked on Reacher. They worked on, um, he did writing for Valkyrie. He did did writing writing for for Edge of Tomorrow, Tomorrow, which I love. Um, It might be my favorite Tom Cruise movie. I love Edge of Tomorrow. Um, but, uh, he, uh, he brought on Joe Carnahan because he liked Narc so much. Yeah. Which is a dope movie. Really cool. Jason Patrick, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... And then Carnahan, I think he was like on for like fifteen weeks or something well, before he, he finally like bailed out. Yeah, I forget. They, I found no reason why. It just says he quit. And creative, go, creative, creative, creative differences. Always down
0: to the creative differences. This one, um, do you remember the trapped in the closet controversy?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah so he, he was South Tom. Park.
0: Tom was uh, Tom had some beef with Viacom, the parent company of Comedy Central, that it was hosting South Park, which had the Tom Cruise trapped in the closet episode. Um, and he was demanding, supposedly, allegedly, to, uh, to, you know, kind of slow down and, and, and not make this happen if they would, if they, if they didn't cancel
1: any future rebroadcast of the trap in the closet. Contest. Right. He wouldn't do any press. Is that what he, he wouldn't do it any, was, okay. he wouldn't do any press yep. for three. This was three. Yeah. Round three. Yeah. He wouldn't do any press for three. three. Yeah. Uh, and so they did. They, they. They pulled it. Did they really? They pulled I didn't it, know the game and was then they—I I think they—they no, no, re- they released it. I mean, at least that's what I read. Yeah, that. Um, which is bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. And, I mean, it's, but that's like it's wielding your power in a. And you—you would, th- you would think like, uh I mean, for such a big like money maker that South Park is, yeah, and a recurring money maker that's been yeah. on for twenty years it's now. Dude, How many seasons have they had? Forever, absolutely. It's crazy. It's, it's short-sighted on on Viacom's yeah. part. But who yeah. the fuck knows, man? Yeah, I'm not, it's, uh,
0: it's, I'm not a suit. Yeah, I thought the beef was more funny than anything. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's, an yeah. Insight into, uh, you know, it's some like, of the things that were defining Tom, though, you know, like it's, you start hearing things like this, the more you learned about Scientology. I, I do understand why. He, you know, the rep is there, and I'm way beyond the jumping on the couch. I mean, he is a part of the leadership of what could be a very dangerous cult. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth.
1: What could be? What it is, is. is? Is absolutely using using, uh, to, yep. using slaves. Is do the sea the Sea Org? I yeah. mean, that's basically what the Sea Org is. Yeah, People yeah, are too. getting paid fucking cents, mm-hmm. cents by the hour, yep. and uh, you have to sign a contract for a billion. Once you, uh, once you sign up for the Sea Org, which yeah. is like the organization within, the, uh, within Scientology mm-hmm. where you work, mm-hmm. um, you sign a contract that uh, is good for a billion years. Le- like, legitimately, that's in the contract, one billion years. So you sign, you're, you're, <laughs> you're in with the Sea Org for a billion years. Wow, that's, that's not a short amount of time. That's, yeah, so what I'm saying is
0: you definitely understand, you know, the more you learn about all that shit why people would judge Tom so harshly but I mean when it comes to just taking his work on film it's it's fucking spectacular and and yeah so Mission Impossible 4 came out in 2011 it was called Ghost Protocol they brought on uh, director pardon me, Brad Bird um, this was his first live action film Brad Bird Brad right. Bird as you know to the Incredibles. Incredibles Ratatouille yeah. Iron Giant um, and this is, you know, to bring back to that arc, I feel like this is when, like, kind of the new age, just the look of Mission yeah. Impossible 4 feels like the same as 5. And this one, it was the first to be filmed in
1: IMAX cameras. They did not the whole thing, but they did shots in IMAX, these scenes. Right. Um, it's got Paula Patton in it. It's yeah. Got the hottest, the hottest uh, Mission Impossible girl, in my opinion. Who is that? Paula Patton. Paula, yeah, Paula Yeah. Yep, I'm a Rebecca Ferguson blows my mind.
0: She's she's dope. She's, she, I think she's the best. I think she, she's. I think the she, action scenes with her, right? yeah. And in, in like the opening scene, we're gonna get into some stunts and some particulars of Fallout. But uh, she she's. I think she's just such a badass.
1: I'm glad they brought her back.
0: Yeah, and I, um, I, I hope, and she's I hope a part of it.
1: I'm assuming they're doing another one. I mean, Tom Cruise said that if this one does well, then they're, yeah. they're doing another. Oh, good, one. it's doing well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's doing well. well I wanted it? Um, but and like they've obviously kept Ving Rain. I, I, you know what, like, bugs me about, uh, about Hollywood and movies is that, like, they will bring back recurring male characters, but female characters, characters are always, like, recycled. Rip- yeah, yeah, like, it's just, it's like, it's the like James a James Bond model. It's messed up. Yeah, man. it's totally fucked up. Yeah. So I hope that they,
0: like, continue to bring her back. It was nice to see, uh, uh, is it Michelle Monaghan. I didn't care for that. Yeah. I'm oh, like, okay. I, I love her. I, th- I love her. Yeah, but I, I curious. mean, it, no, but but that was the point and, and and I'm not afraid to dive into it right now. We can talk about the other films too, but uh there's there was a lot of heart in this one. And it was a lot about yeah, what Fallout. motivates in Fallout, a lot about yeah. what motivates Tom. And that's why, you know, his 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 love for her that was has been lingering and, and, and his need to keep her safe was was uh, you know, at,
1: at the crux of a lot of his actions. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a, that was an important piece. Right. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of like the female characters. Oh well, I, the, I mean,
0: th- there re- was a bunch of badasses in there. I mean, uh, Vanessa Kirby, who many uh, out there who watched The Crown as I do, she's uh, Prince Margaret. She was awesome. She was. She's the blonde. She, yeah, she's the blonde. Was she's a, cool? And uh, um, Angela Bassett's a who badass. who apparently doesn't age. She looks
1: exactly. She, the she looks same. exactly she looks the so same lovely. as she did it's in. Crazy. Um, she's such a boss. I love her. Yeah, you ever see? You've seen Strange Days. Mm-hmm. Strange, day. I loved Strange yeah. Days, yeah.
0: Back in the day, that was really that was if one you, of those movies if, at the time. I was just like, when I first heard about it, I was I was like excited for months because just the premise was so. I wonder how it holds up now because that's yeah, like one. Of,
1: that's one of those like tech like technological sci-fi yeah. films don't always hold up because when the technology outdates. Absolutely, I mean, look at where we are right now, where anything's
0: pa- possible with. Uh, With CGI, right? It just just doesn't have the same feel. Mission Impossible Four was the highest; it is the highest grossing film in the series with 694 million worldwide. It blew the fuck up. Um, That was a huge year for for blockbusters. Two Potter, Dark Side of the Moon, The Transformers, Twilight, Hangover Two, The Ghost Protocol was in there. Cars Two, Sherlock Holmes, Thor, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Captain America man what's mm. going on that was the one isn't that the one where the bomb
1: destroys the kremlin yeah that was but, cool but that i think i, I think Pro- ghost protocol is most known for the uh the the dubai building yep. and they, i think this is like the one where they like started like stepping up like th- Tom's stunts no, no. and like that that's the what Bur- I'm saying. how do you pronounce the burj uh that's 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 what i'm saying that's why it felt like it it actually was
0: starting to define what the series was they always needed this big pivotal right you know iconic uh, action sequence that. so
1: yeah the Burj Khalifa building he climbed it yep um, they said that the uh, the the cables that he was being held up were so strong that the only way that he could have fallen mm-hmm. like while they were doing that stunt is if a uh, plane crashed into the building oh wow
0: well. okay
1: yeah that makes me feel better about watching him up there. He's yeah. <laughs> so they obviously they had the they had like steel cables connected to him as he was like yeah. out on the building, and then CGI. Still this, so those. crazy that he's out there. So yeah.
0: the next one was Mission Impossible Five: Rogue Nation. That was in 2015. That was the last one before this. That's the one where he uh, hangs on the side
1: of the plane. Yeah. I watched a lot of footage of him actually hanging on the side it's of the great. plane. It's great. Yeah. Well, and in, in theaters, because they hold that shot. They don't... Like, yes. Yeah, it takes off, and then they hold that hold shot for like 20 seconds. It's so it's him. It's exhilarating. Yeah. Because you're on the outside of it. Yeah. The other the, uh, the chase sequence, the motorcycle sequence in that one is uh, really impressive, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. And in Fallout, uh, oh, amazing. Yeah. Ma- amazing motorcycle
0: sequences i'm usually not like um a car chase motorcycle chase type of guy and i feel like that kind of gets thrown out the window what? with these i just you know i've never really gotten high off like chase scenes and stuff. oh yeah not, i'm all about it i know you are. i'm all about yeah, totally. it totally yeah. and i i I i always thought it was uh some sort of cinema flaw of mine but i with these i'm like yeah he's weaving in and out in just the paris streets and i'm just are you a fan of ronin yeah, I enjoy Ronin enough. It's not... That a, was not...
1: I know, but that's the reason, you know? It's like, it's... it's that should have been a more... Fuck yeah. <laughs> I watch Ronin I just, every year. I just disappointed you. I have a you. Ronin I, day. I, I'm
0: sorry. I disappointed you. Yeah, so Rogue Nation kicked ass. Um, that was another stunt that was in there, and we were talking about the icon- iconic stunts, and, you know, just... They, they, we want to dig more into him being just this crazy stuntman who does all its own stunts, but um, he did Dude. that... Dived into underwater, into the bank vault underwater. He uh, trained under diving specialist Kirk Crack to be able to hold his breath for three minutes to perform an underwater sequence that they filmed it in one single take. You wouldn't know this, and I almost wish they kept it this way. They filmed it in one single take... But when they sh- when they ed- went to the editing room, they edited it. Yeah. So there's like takes in between and looks yeah. cut up. Yeah. I would like to see like the one full take of that underwater scene. Well Danny, how
1: long did he hold his breath for? They, he he like trained himself That's reading. what
0: that's what he said he could hold it for under for over three minutes for these scenes. So he's I mean and, and like perform, not just like sitting there right. actually like moving around, which is a different Different situation, but... um,
1: That's a testament. Yeah, man. I remember reading something uh, when they did Minority Report. So there's, like, the scene in Minority Report where he's getting, like, the eye... He's getting the yeah. eye replacements, yeah. and then they send those little, uh those little, like, spider-like robots mm-hmm. up to find him, and he hides in the bathtub. Yeah. And then he's hiding in it, and the an air bubble comes out of his nose. They were supposed to... I mean, when they were shooting that, Spielberg was just like, well, just put the air bubble and like, we'll do a CGI air bubble. And Cruz was like, no, no, I can do this. I can get like a single bubble to yeah. come out. And he like, that's craft. That's craftsmanship. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. This I'm, I'm telling you, like he's a fucking mad genius. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, like, want, I think you, people need to like start giving like him credit for being like an exceptionally amazing actor yeah. just because he's not like playing Lincoln, like Daniel Day Lewis or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah. mean, even like co starring alongside like Philip Seymour Hoffman, you see like how great of an actor Philip Seymour Hoffman yep. is mm-hmm. just as like a thespian. Yeah. But I don't see any other major talent doing the types of things that he does yeah. on screen. Like that is, and that's what I take from it. It is a full commitment to like entertaining his audience. Absolutely. Like he's known for spending every time he goes like, and does press. He's known for, like, hanging out with fans for, like, an hour, two hours afterwards or before, like, shaking everybody's hands. Like, I think, the, I think for all his flaws and his craziness with Scientology, like, he's dedicated to the craft of acting. Yep. Dedicated to the craft of entertaining. Yep. Like, on a massive scale. Like, you have to give him fucking Absolutely. serious props yeah. for that.
0: He's, do- he's doing his best. His full Best. To give, to create the best product he can to entertain. Yeah. It's, he, he's serious about it. Yeah. He's, I mean, we, I mean, we were joking after we saw
1: that, uh, uh saw Fallout. It's just like, he's going to die doing I mean, this. I think he wants to. Yeah, think I so? think that's his thing. Like, yeah. I think he wants to die doing, like, what he loves. Yep. And, like. It's almost befitting for someone who's putting it all out there. Right. Like, on, on the ledge, literally. To, right. uh,
0: to entertain.
1: Yeah, maybe it'll be, like, when Hunter S. Thompson killed himself. Like, mm-hmm. he had it planned out. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew that he wanted his ashes exploded out of Ken. And he had, like, yeah. talked to friends about it. He talked to, like, Johnny Depp about it. And then, like, just when it was time to do it, done. he's like, I'm done with my life. Maybe Cruz will do, like, he'll just be own, like, I'm going to uh... die in this fucking fireball on set. <laughs> Mission Possible 10. Yeah. Him at
0: 75, still looking the same, still doing his uh his patented run.
1: I mean, this is, and it's also, it's kind of like, like fifty five is not a, it's not an old age. No, that's. It's, I mean, that's what some we were talking about Wilfred
0: Brimley earlier. I mean, it's it, it's it's proof positive that you can take care of yourself, and you. Can, I mean, you can let yourself go and look like a really old fifty five year old. You can look well, like sure. you're like like should be retired, or you can look like a healthy fifty five year right. old person. Like yeah, it's it's. It's your
1: choice in a lot of, in, in, I'm if, going, you know, to a, I'm going 118. Are you? That's I, my, uh, but I'm hoping that like cybernetic. Sure. You're going to, yeah, you're going to need a little help.
0: Arms and shit. I called 30 my half-life, so I'm just <laughs> trying to try to get to 60, eight, you know, each is on. I take a lot of risk, you know, but, uh, he did get hurt on, um, on this one. He broke his ankle for a little bit. Right. Did you ever see that, um, Uber commercial about Tom Cruise's stuntman? No. On set, it's yeah. it's. I have to give Uber credit. It's kind of funny. It's like a skit, and they just show his his uh, stuntman sitting on set waiting the whole time, <laughs> like interviewing him. And he's like, he's just like, you know, he's got nothing to do. And then he gets the call. He's like, oh, he, damn, he broke his ankle. So he thinks he's in. He's like getting all hyped up, and then and then he's like, oh, okay, you're shutting down production for, for a couple right. months. Well, he
1: did the uh, so there's like uh, the the Halo jumps. Which is a high I forget what their halo means high altitude. I gotta look it up. Yeah. Um So is this when he's jumping when he jumps out of the plane. Okay. That's a, a halo jump is like a high altitude
0: uh in, the, in in so when they did it in the beginning, when they jumped out of the plane, him and Henry Cavill let me just say while I'm thinking high altitude,
1: you. low opening.
0: I loved Henry Cavill's he addition. Yeah. I was actually I you knew obviously spoilers, uh you knew he was gonna be, you know, on the wrong side of things you knew he was gonna be the villain but like I really enjoyed him working with the team I loved when he
1: was working with Tom I mean, fight sequence in the bathroom defle- is dope. There's a fight sequence in the beginning, which is spectacular. Supposed to be filmed over four nights. It took four weeks. Did it to film that shit? Yeah. Wow, that's cool to know. That whole beginning, that I love the whole thing with the club. <laughs> I love the my thing one years. thing. My <laughs> one thing with the club sequence. <laughs> the Did you know tell me? I love it. But the club looked awesome. Like, oh no question. The, the the fucking room that it was in yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Like like. Props to the DP, props to the production designer. Yep. It looks great. The one thing, what? did you notice the fucking dose Equis like look alike as the DJ? Oh my god, the DJ yeah. was like fucking 75 yeah. years old, like kind of like in a suit jacket. Oh I'm god. like, who the fuck? The,
0: the, like, D, the DJ gave me some um real chills in that wrong way. Like, right. I was
1: like, oh yes, he did look like the most interesting man yeah. in the world. But um, like totally skeevy afterwards. <laughs> He's just like hanging out with, yeah. like, fucking a couple check him, him as the beat drops, like, with his arms yeah. up. Like, that's, that, that's a lot. I always... It took do. me out of it for a second. I totally. was just like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I love those... Just uh, in the back room doing coke with, like, two Czech models. I love the clubs like
0: that, that Hollywood creates, though. I've yeah. always... Uh, there's a cool... Um, I watched a session on HBO. I find it hysterical. The characters are really funny to me. Um, I know it's supposed to be a drama it's fucking comedy it's so good in my opinion but they did they go to a club and one of the best episodes entitled Prague that's supposed to be um, what's uh, Sunset Park it's in Sunset Park right and like it just looks they go through like these train tracks into like this warehouse thing yeah. and I'm like this is just the coolest like yeah. I love when Hollywood creates those scenes or maybe yeah. they are I'm always like Dude, you know that's gotta, there's gotta be it's, more than meets the eyes for what I know in the city of course
1: yeah for sure. Yeah. Um it is funny yeah. like when you see those like big scenes and then like you kind of because you're you're not supposed to be watching the people dancing. Yeah. You're watching like the the, the, the guy the main through. talent yeah. moving yeah. through it, I, but you I, can't and, like totally. there's no way to that they cast like three hundred good dancers. Yeah. <laughs> so you always see like some rando yeah. that just does not know how to dance. Who has not been in that anywhere near yeah. that situation. <laughs> And, you know, like, the crazy thing is, like, most of the times they have to dance with, like, if you've ever, like, worked on a film set like, mm-hmm. where you are, like, I mean, I've done, like, a bunch of music videos before yeah. where you're, like, music videos going on, um, but if there's, like, dialogue, they can't, it's not like they're playing music like, over the dialogue. Like, yeah. So, it's the, the they, they crowd the, is dancing. to add the music in later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you got, so that's fucking acting. Oh, you gotta, man. like, dance.
0: The whole club, yeah. like, it's so cool. You just worked on a music video, didn't you? You are working on the JMO Gang music video. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. My, uh, I just directed a, a music video with JMO Gang, that's uh, Rascass, yeah, El any, Gant, and J57. Anyone who likes uh, hip hop, it's, it's just yeah. awesome underground hip hop. Yeah. Raz is a legend. Raskas yeah. is a legend. And El
0: Gant's amazing, too.
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're we're editing right now, but um the it's uh, it's called Francis Scott Key. It's a, it's a really politically charged video. Yeah. Uh, I'm proud of what we've done so far with it. So I, can't I wait will to see it. I will give the link once we're hopefully hopefully by next podcast or two podcasts we'll, have, we'll have it out, but yeah. uh, No, it's I loved the first one you did. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you.
0: Um what did you think? Let's just let's really dig. Let's rip Fallout apart right now. Um what did you think of the plot? And I, yeah, you go ahead. I mean, do, do you have any um, thoughts? I do. I,
1: I think, like, the, so I think, like, majority of these plots are, like, all, uh, what's the, the term, MacGuffin, mm. Like, the rabbit's foot in yeah, the three. Yeah. That's a MacGuffin. That's, yeah. like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's there to propel the the plot. Absolutely. Um, I just, I think the plot in this one is, uh... It's kind of to propel the storyline of that Ethan Ethan his stays motives. with his boys. Yeah,
0: his his is
1: exactly what drives them. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna say about the plot.
0: It is basically just trying to keep someone from blowing up a nuclear bomb. Right. It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. And, and, and it doesn't matter in any of them. They're and, not those aren't what like you remember about these yeah. like uh the twists and, and turns I was just gonna say there's enough twists and turns and enough um, you know,
0: the the mask play and then and just like, you know, Where's this, you know, what's this character's motive? What's going to happen here? That, that, that I was riveted the entire time. Yeah. Like there was,
1: there was no like foot off the gas. There's no they lag. now. No, they, no they keep it moving. no lag. But they keep it moving. Like it, they keep it moving. And this is, this is the other thing. Like with action movies, I'm a big fan of action movies, but action movies work when they're propelled by the story. Yeah. So you can't just have like action, action sequence no and then followed up another action yeah. sequence. It just gets like tiresome. Yep. This one, like... The it, breathers it, are some of the best parts. Yeah. Those oh, like for a sure. Th- those are thinking person pieces.
0: Like, I, uh... Yeah, there's the... Where they find out Henry Cavill is the villain. That's, right. like, maybe my favorite part. When it's like, like Alec Baldwin's little, uh... Al- they bring in Alec Baldwin. do Doe, Yeah, Whatever exactly. you want to call Simon it. Simon Pegg ends up wearing the mask of, um... Uh, who, that villain's great, too. The guy who heads up the... Solomon Lane. Yeah, he, uh... The anti-IMF, the syndicate. Yeah. He's the head of the syndicate. That guy creeps me out. And
1: he didn't, they didn't kill him. No. So he's like, he's assume, like a, yeah. Yeah, He's the syndicate's like a big like running thing to yeah. this now. And I like how uh, I, I dug it when Cruz is, uh, when Ethan is uh, kind of getting him out of there when he's driving him and like Solomon is just like. He's like, it's good to see you again. Yes. like, they're all, <laughs> they're all, they're all <laughs> buddies. buddies. I like how they're, they're making like They've a, been through a, a returning lot. villain. Absolutely. But it's still like those, those worlds that they open up are so there, you could do so much with it that yeah. you know that they'll bring him back Absolutely. and they'll introduce another like villain. Yeah. And then at some point, maybe they'll have Solomon like turn, turn good. It's, I mean, well, it's, that's what's
0: fun about it, and I know we talked a lot about it with Thanos, with the Infinity War, it's just like, his motives, um, Solomon's, and the syndicates, at the end of the day, can be looked at as some sort of good. 100%. But they're willing to take a lot of loss and
1: a lot of hurt to make it happen, which is... You want to make an omelette, you gotta crack a couple eggs. (laughs) See, that's the... See, that's what this movie is the
0: opposite of the, the theme and this is something I really love. The overall theme that they talk about is the need of the needs of one versus the needs of many. Right. So to Tom Cruise's character, Ethan, he it was it was continually looked at as a fault of his that he would look out for his for his partners, right. and his his team over the needs of people. Right. but what they came back to and what it ended up was that is his strength. Yeah. That is something that, that, that it matters. You have to look at the needs of the one person. Right. And that's, I mean, I think about that and I, I think we've even discussed it, but politically all the time, these fucking guys, these Karl Roves, these, these Dick Cheney's, these people who are able to look at just this bigger picture. This mm-hmm. is what needs, you know, we need, we should worry about the needs of the, the many, not the few, but if you're making policy decisions and big decisions that are affecting people, Without thinking about the people, and out looking at the without looking at the faces, and that without caring about each person, it hurts. It's fucking fucked up, and it's 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 a lack of you know overall uh, foresight and empathy and caring. And I mean, immigration right now, like if you're just like making a policy to protect our borders, and you think, oh, that's all that matters, without thinking about each individual that that's affected, that needs help, that's coming, you know, there's
1: right. Bullshit, but right. that was the
0: overall theme of it. It's just the needs of uh, uh of one right. many, and
1: that's Ethan. Ethan has that right, but yeah, but I think it's like kind of overlooked. I think these are these are roller coaster rides. Yeah, that's like what they are, and I think oh, they, definitely I know that
0: deeper, deeper right. because that does exist in the thing. But that's I mean the the overall theme is a helicopter explosion. Right, get to where <laughs> yeah. get to where he. Do you know about Mustache Gate?
1: Yeah, I do. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, so I, I didn't like. I knew. It's really because I didn't see Justice League. Yeah, uh, so I won't see do it. Do yourself a favor. I, I still, film. I still haven't seen Batman vs Superman. I'm I like pro- that better than
0: Justice League. I'm
1: probably not gonna. I see. I've heard both. I've heard yeah, both I think ways. We, we've discussed that. And I've, yeah. it's like I've heard both ways, and it's the the reviews from my friends that are comic book nerds. Yeah, it's all like. Eh, it's all very upsetting, yeah. is what I'm saying. I mean, I'm a huge
0: Batman fan. But and yeah, I just m- hate to see him dragged down in this this mess that is that. Uh, I, I can't even imagine what Aquaman's gonna be like. I like That's that.
1: Ca- I like that Henry Cable's like doing shit outside. Of I it like because I, I like him as he's a good like he's a good he's a good actor. He's got a strong like I don't know he gets it done. But but, the but films yeah, mustache gate is in reference to he had a contract with with Paramount. Uh, that he had to keep the same facial hair for Mission Impossible and he couldn't
0: shave it. So Justice League came to him during while he was shooting Mission Impossible and that the, the we're talking about Warner Brothers versus Paramount, right? Mm-hmm. And uh and, and Warner Brothers wants these reshoots. And so he would obviously have to shave off his mustache to do the to do the Justice League thing. So they he sh- would
1: have kept it. I like the idea of Superman with a Hipster, yeah, yeah but Hipster they, mustache. They, well, he did keep it. That was the thing. Right. They digitally removed it on their end.
0: Right. So at first, at first, what the people at um, who were kind of like fielding this discussion at Paramount, they're like, all right, let us do the math. Let's figure out how much we would actually have to do to digitally put on a mustache uh, on Mission Impossible. And then we could just, you know, let them go do it. And then the heads at Paramount or something were just like, whoa, 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 no. Fuck this. No, he's shooting here. We're right. Not, we're not doing that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I know. You, how many? The how number many? was $3 million that they, to do. So they were saying, you give us $3 million and we'll just work it out that way. And so they're just like, no, he goes, you know. You yeah. Gotta, this so is going to be
1: a good movie. Yours is going to be crap. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah you gonna, fucking do we're it. We're going to see this through. And so I guess he does have a digitally um,
1: changed upper lip. It himself. looks creepy. Did you get to see some? I've some, seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I remember when it was when it happened. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just another reason not to watch Justice League. Yeah, it's it's just it's rough. But uh, did dude, you see the new Aquaman
0: trailer? That's what I'm, I've Oof. not seen the trailer. I just Aquaman was, was it was one of the most unbearable parts of. Oh really? Justice. Not just, the Flash. The Flash was number one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really number one. The scenes are really rough, but just the. Um, it's, it's more of the CGI they choose choose to use to kind of, like, show what he is capable of. Aquaman. Yeah, it's really Yeah, I remember watching the trailers it. and just, like... It's odd. Yeah. And some of the waves he comes in on and just the fine It just really doesn't... You, you know, one of the best things about superhero movies, and, and one of the things that Nolan was so successful about, or, and that a lot of people have been successful about in this new Renaissance age of superhero movies, a lot of Marvel, is uh, when they make it look real like you understand you like how that could exist in our world right and so for these and it's, uh, i feel like it goes back to Zack snyder who i used to really enjoy but now it, it, i can't um he, he makes he makes the world so <laughs> so when he did 300 yeah i like 300, <laughs> I, like too. 300 I, I like 300, watch 300 man, and watch man, yeah <laughs> i, I, I so go, thought he, go on i thought he was the man i'm like oh he had a good up. uh he had a good thing um but it's just it's, it's it's so fantastical it's just like it's not of this world and i guess you know if he's trying to create some sort of comic book world but i think it's always important to ground it in our world right make it understand that's when it works the most yeah yeah
1: i i'm the uh, they just dropped mike and i were talking about this before we started recording but they just dropped uh infinity war mm-hmm. on digital and blu-ray which uh i've as soon as it like popped up, I was like, bought. Yeah. This is my Friday yeah, night. I wasn't even going to wait for the, uh, the rental oh. price. Like <laughs> I was, yeah, <laughs> the I got, and... I got high as fuck and fucking <laughs> de- dove right back into it. And man, I gotta say, night. I think it's going to like, I think maybe on one or two more viewings, I will legitimately say that this is the, best comic book movie that maybe has ever been put out yeah. it's fucking phenomenal like we talked about in the um,
0: the Infinity War podcast, it's the culmination of, of 20 movies right. coming together and they they just it just still blows my mind that they nailed it
1: right yeah yeah I'm, I have no idea where they're going with it I know I can't wait I, I mean just, I'm sure I could like look up and yeah yeah, these small
0: things. Leaking. I bet they do a good job of keeping that under wraps, though. That's, right. That's. that's I that's,
1: mean, are they following the the Infinity Stone like storyline in the comics? Or yeah,
0: to a point. I mean, we did discuss that. Um, it, it's it's there's a lot that is changed by the, what happens at the end of that one. Right. Um, so it's it's kind. Of, I feel like it's going to go off on its own at this point. And right. It's. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Yeah. And I, I mean I can't wait for uh like you said more Mission Possible. I'm I'm just this uh, that scene that those
1: helicopters yeah. scene at the end. Yeah. I mean we should we should break it down. There's like four there's four major stunt sequences in in uh Fallout. So the first would be the fight scene. Uh, oh, does that not count? I that- don't know if that would count. Okay. the fight scene's dope. Dope, yeah. But it's it's a fight scene. Okay. You know, I don't think it's like anything dramatically different. Definitely. Uh, the big one, the so like what are the four? So the halo jump, okay, which is the high altitude low high altitude low opening. That's, That's what where halo stands for. and Henry Cavill jump out of a, out of a plane. He, of a net yeah, suit twenty thousand feet. The net, the studio didn't want him, they were like, well, we could just do 12,000, like 10,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. feet, like we don't need to do 20,000, <laughs> yeah, because 20,000 is yeah. like, you need oxygen, I've, totally. I've skydived before, like, yeah. I've jumped out of 13,000 okay. feet, I think, yeah. you don't need oxygen, but at like 20,000, you do, yeah. they were just like, why would we fucking put, why would we put you in more danger when it's a movie, we totally. can fake it, and- it's- Bruce is just like, nope, we're doing 20,000 feet. <laughs> that's pretty, that's almost over the top. Like, it's completely over the top. What's even more over the top almost. is <laughs> that, like, after he broke his ankle. Yeah. He had a broken ankle when he was doing the, those, those skydives. And he did 106 jumps. 106, really? He did 106 jumps. He did, uh, they got, I think, five usable takes. Because, so, like, the, the uh, cameraman... Had to jump out first. Yep. And swing around. They, and then crews had to, they, they had to keep within three feet of each other because there was no like focus puller. So oh. they had to keep the, their, the, their, their focal length yeah. the same. So they had to like maintain a distance of three feet. So they do like an entire jump and it'd be like, it's out of focus. Okay. You guys got to like get closer. There was also like crazy shit. They Say had to, 106, 106 <laughs> times, 106 times. <laughs> and uh, they had to like build. I mean, like tons of other crazy shit, like the the mask. They yeah. had to like. I think cool. it's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, they like, had to create like a special a light. like lighting inside of it oh, so because if see. they used like normal lights, yeah. like the the oxygen in it could have like created a uh, like explosion within oh, them. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. The mask. So there's like all kinds of shit, but um... the second big. So like, there's the stunting. halo jump. There's the. Uh, there's the foot chase one, which is where he broke his leg. Okay, yeah. Um, which is that's when he jumps out the window. When, when, yeah, when son, son but but then the, like travel. he jumps across the building, yep. breaks his ankle, and then you see him kind of like uh, like stumble. Oh, yeah. off screen. yeah, scream. That, that's ripped, it. That's where he broke it. No they way. Kept it in the damn. In the I wish scene. I knew in advance. Yeah, man. It's. I'm uh, yeah, um, third. And then the and then the third one is the, which I think is the best. Stunt scene is in the movie is the uh, is the the chase sequence in Paris. Paris, yeah. I I loved how I, I think this was
0: the first thing I said to you when we we walked out of the film. They showed um, so they were there were there was um, uh, an armored guard around uh, the villain we were talking about earlier. What was his name again? The, Solomon Lane. Solomon Lane, and yeah. so they were trying to Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill were trying to get him. So while he's in the meeting talking about it, they showed one uh scenario of how right. they would do it. And so they just went into this like flashback or flash forward or pr- you know, proposed flash forward and showed one way, a full like example of yeah. how it was going to go down. Yeah. And then for the real one cuz Tom and you know Ethan had other plans, right. they did it a whole different thing. Right. I thought that was cool. It's yeah. a way to tell like two different stories
1: or two timelines right i thought that was awesome but that scene that i agree with you that was my favorite as well i i mean i think that was the one that like that was the biggest like build-up mm-hmm. you knew it was coming yep. and just like the uh, just like the 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 procession of vehicles like yeah. driving like the music like the intensity was built up yeah and then the the driving sequences i mean he drives He's driving He's free riding mm-hmm. So there's no like Cables or Anything attached to him Without a helmet that, On the bike On Yeah Which yeah. can go like 100 He was going in excess Of 100 miles an hour At certain points mm-hmm. He was going Reverse around The Arc de Triomphe A lot of like The, the cars were CGI Oh the, Were they Oh okay. yeah. Okay, that's cool. But to there know. were still that cars. That makes you feel better
0: about him doing it. There were still I cars. I get anxiety watching him do these stunts. and well, it's knowing that
1: he's on there. It's- they were they were all <laughs> local stunt drivers, so there was a language barrier as well. Oh, so goodness. it was like hard to communicate with them. Like as he's like yeah. driving around and they're coming at him, um, and there was also like he was driving a lot on cobblestone streets. I mean, mm-hmm. like some yeah. of the times they would shoot in the morning, it would be like fucking like moist and dewy sure. and shit. Yeah. It's fucking nuts, man. But I think that's like, I think that's like the most impressive. The the helicopter one one is very impressive too. That's, that That, is wild. The helicopter ones are the most impressive when you know, like what went into it. Um, What do you know? So, well, basically, so it takes, I forget the amount of hours that it takes. You need like 500 hours or something to learn learn how to fly a helicopter. So they were like, the only way we're going to do this stunt. Is if Tom, well, Tom was like, the only way I'm going to do this, son, uh, is if I fly the helicopter myself. They were like, no fucking way. Yeah. But, I mean, he kind of gets whatever he wants. Yeah. And uh, so they were like, well, you need, it would take you three months to get your pilot yeah. certificate. And he's like, well, how, how, how much is that? And they were saying that it's, uh, that's training eight hours a day for X amount of days. Mm-hmm. Then you get your pilot's license. And he's like, what if I do it 16 hours a day, if I train 16 hours a day? And then I cut that time in half. So they had rotating pilot crews it, teaching him yeah. and he just did they're, like they're
0: bringing in a full team of, uh, of instructors to rotating keep him every going eight hours <laughs> be,
1: learn how to fucking fly it what and then he's the and then they rigged the cameras so that you can see that it's only him in the helicopter you can see yeah. that it's not fucking CGI mm-hmm. you can see that he's not on a green that's screen that's the joy of him and doing you can, these things and yeah. you can see that he's it's actually authentic. yeah that he's actually flying it yeah. so then like the, the biggest stunt that he does is like kind of this like inverted corkscrew down the waterfall when he's chasing yeah. Henry Cable yeah, and Henry Cable shooting him. So he has yeah. to so he's in a helicopter by himself that he's fl- piloting by himself that they're rolling on <laughs> that he's has to do the maneuvers with the other helicopters with another helicopter shooting from behind them uh, and he has to act while he's in while there. He's doing it. So yeah. he's like he's like all that like shit talking that he's doing and which I, I liked like Yeah, definitely. Um, was it was fun. It was like uh, I said, I loved I loved Henry Cavill, and I love them that, I mean that it culminated in that. Yeah. It was really cool. But so I think like I I think the most entertaining stunt in the movie is the is the Paris sequence, but but the helicopter sequence is yeah, the big. most mind blowing yeah, one. Yeah, it's big. When you know like if you know going in what he did to do to, totally. to get to make that work, yeah. it's like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. It's just it's just to see how
0: it all plays out. It really it's and even, even when the helicopters do end up crashing, like, it keeps getting worse. Yeah. Like, they keep falling in a different right. way. So like, you think, all right, now they're going to get out and fight. And, like, Ooh. just each moment, that, like, something else is
1: happening to those helicopters. Too. He got, you know, Henry Gabriel's character yeah. got got, too, man. Uh, Woo, took a hook to the face. That, is, I, that was, what I yelled out the theater. I, I think like, oh! all, we all cringe. We all jump back. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and then, uh, and I really did, like, uh, there was a lot of audience participation when we saw mm-hmm. it. I mean, it was packed. It was opening weekend Absolutely. at a, sold like out. a huge IMAX. We
0: sold out. Yeah. Um, That's the IMAX in the city. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's the biggest screen. I think it's like the biggest screen in the country. Or I something. every they time I make, walk in there, I still like. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, because like, that was like an original IMAX. Like yeah. when they would do like IMAX, like Mount Everest. No. I remember I was watching
0: uh, the first Star Trek in there, and there was a point where I had to like. I really like. They were going through Warp Speed and all this shit. You, I, like, I, like, had to stop and, like, close my eyes and, like, put my head down for a moment. You gotta minute. sit in the
1: back. Yeah, I was messed up. You I have, was close. You have to sit in the back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I saw, I saw Batman Begins on that one on too. IMAX, yeah. and I was too close. And, like, a lot of those, the fight sequences are, yeah. like, really up and close and, like, shaky cam. Yeah. And I'm, like, I can't see what the fuck I remember is going I went on. to,
0: and, and you just, you just, uh, I went to see Ghost Protocol there in 11 because, uh, because before they were going to show the, the plane sequence the, the from the Dark Knight Rises. From the Dark Knight yeah, Rises. Yeah. I went specific, I knew I was going I was excited to see Rogue Nation. I didn't know how much I like it, but I was so excited to see that yeah. plane sequence, which is so cool to see in IMAX. But that theater is insane. Yeah. I'm glad I mean, that was but, your idea. But, but
1: that. I mean to to round that out, sure. I I think like there were a lot of people uh I mean there's a lot of cheering going on in that movie. Yeah. And like that, the the final sequence, spoiler alert, when he's trying to get the detonator and then they have to cut the wires yes. and then they cut the wires and it, it just like flashes to white. Yeah. And then it just like kind of dissolves to right Tom time Cruise, time like, on hanging the, on there the with, with the fucking <laughs> detonator thing dead in, his yeah. in his mouth. And, like, people started cheering. Totally. Like, that's why you go to the movies. That's what the that's, summer blockbusters are all about. Yeah, man. And they're nailing a, it. They
0: are. They they're are. They're nailing this. Like, it's, it's all about getting out of the heat in the summer and getting into the theater and having a really good time. And Mission Impossible is, in increasingly so, as I was talking about that arc and as they go through these final films... They're getting it right more and more. Yeah, they get it. It's just they know how to create this thing. What I love about these films, and it's what I've always loved about Bond. I'm a huge James Bond guy. It, they whisk you around the world. You go to all these exotic the locations, locations. They're I, cool. I, oh, they're so cool. They, I mean, the technology is a big deal in these films, and like you know, n- not as much as Bond, I'd say. And they lo-
1: they kind of favor a the toy, lot of the toys place. are like the toys I mean, are cool. The, the cars, yeah, they're always like using like BMWs yeah. and Definitely. Audis and yep. And uh and
0: yeah and I just love you know the, the the twists and turns that it takes and it's just these 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 films are great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this one
0: is a great one. Yeah. And I mean I'm I'm sure anyone No, I, it, I think it's I think it's the most leg- out there.
1: I think it's the most legit like pound for pound action franchise. Like Bond it just has too many like ups and downs. There's yeah. so many I mean for every good Bond there's like three or four like just clunkers. Yeah. I mean I think I really like Skyfall and I really like Casino Royale but Spectre and Uh, Quantum of Solace Hmm. are just like kind of not I I
0: enjoyed them but you're right they're not nailing it yeah Yeah.
1: although you you know who's directing the next one Um, Danny Boyle fantastic yeah fantastic do we still have um i, th- I think we have them for one good, more
0: good I love i'd i like
1: to see they gotta go either they gotta go a, a black guy or they gotta go a woman for yeah. like, the next no, James mix Bond. it up yeah absolutely they can't do another white Dude. guy like
0: yeah absolutely mix it up and, and 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 i'd love to see it rile up people like it yeah storm come keeper, on yeah. you know, screw it uh, i didn't mention yet um uh welcome to the party pal is part of the osiris podcast network uh Go to OsirisPod.com to check out some of the other great podcasts out there. Uh, I've been listening to a, a funny one, um, which, which is better. Uh, it's a new comedy podcast for them, which I'm really enjoying. Um, the Sound Podcast is another one I've really gotten into. A lot of music discovery available there. Uh, uh, the Road to Now, which I talk about a lot. That's um, They just reached their 100th episode, to con- so congrats to them. and They are still crushing it. So There's a lot out there, a lot of good music. To be found there as well so check out our Cyrus pod you can check us out
1: you can check us out on Instagram at welcome to the party pal podcast and on Twitter at to the party pal at to the
0: party pal. and you can
1: uh, email us too if you want yeah welcome to the
0: party pal podcast at gmail.com let us know we got a couple suggestions on some future episodes and and we already know what our next one's about which we are really excited about we're gonna dig into uh, the Netflix series uh, wild wild country which has just blown our mind as of late so that is coming up uh, and yeah check out if you haven't uh, fallout um, anything else Bry? I'm good man all right that's that was fun that's and, and it's just it's such a fun film I get yeah. why it's a worldwide uh, phenomenon so congrats Tom keep them coming man and thank you everybody out there for joining the party
1: You're motherfucker.